Let's Play Pretend is an explicit podcast with the use of violence, gore, and foul language. Listener discretion is advised. This is not a show for children. Here on Let's Play Pretend, we want to take mental health very seriously. We like to use this game as a little escape mechanism for ourselves. But if you or someone you know is struggling, please call or text 988 there will always be someone on the other end of that line willing to talk to you, willing to listen to you, and is there because they want to help you 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. Please take care of yourselves. That way we can all take care of each other. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play Pretend. My name is Jordan Derringer, and I am your GM, DM, keeper, handler, and host, and I am fucking getting better at that. So before I ruin it, let's throw it over to Nick Barnett. Fun fact about Ned, he likes to spend money on unnecessary sharpening stones. I don't sharpen my knives, I just like to have the stones. So you just have a whole bunch of basically wet stones for nothing I, I don't judge you god you don't judge me that's fair and we have breck black uh, i did not have a fun ryan fact set up because i did not know we were doing that so yeah i feel a little uh <laughs> little sideswiped by this here um, yeah just come up with something on the spot breck improv that's what this game is all about fun fact about ryan he is uh missing all the hair on the back of his hands from uh playing with fire too much that uh, sounds like it would be painful. I said it because I didn't have hair on the back of my hands for probably till I got out of high school. <laughs> From playing with fire too much? Possibly. <laughs> to <laughs> be fair, scary. wasn't that only like four years ago? God damn, we're old as shit. <sighs> Breck, I want you to I want you to know, Breck. My 15 year anniversary is next year. Jordan, why would you say such devilish things? Because it's the truth. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to know about it. Nick's 15-year anniversary is this year. Bite me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, to be fair, I'm just about 25. Give me, like, two months. Shut up. I'm going to be 33 (laughs) this year. I feel so old whenever you're here. Man, I'm really going to have to lengthen this intro. (laughs) (laughs) That being said... We have the one member that has been quiet this entire time, Mr. Matt Check. Hello. A little uh, Arthur fun fact. He's trained himself to vigilantly keep his eyes open when he sleeps. Thus is the ninja way and no one can sneak up on For some day. reason, that fact about Arthur does not surprise me. No, no, okay. Not in the slightest. I thought I tried to do something weird that was uh, definitely something that I had locked and loaded and not had something I had to think of on the spot when you suggested it. But I mean, you play a weird character, so it's fitting. Yeah, good thing I'm not weird. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. 
You're a funny, funny man. And that being said, we have Miss Melanie Derringer. Mrs. Melanie Derringer. I don't know why I said Miss. Mrs. Melanie Derringer, my wife. Samantha collects squishmallows and nobody knows. What's her favorite one? AJ has it. I can't think of what it is. It's the little one that you bought him. Oh, God, I can't think of what it is either. It's like the only a little two chameleon thing. Can, the only two of his I can think of is the dragon and the stitch. There you go. It's a, it's a little, um, like a little chameleon looking one. I don't remember what its name is. I know they all have names, but... Well, anyway, that was our intro. Do you guys have any small talk you want to uh, get out of the way before we get into the show? I, I learned how to use a whetstone. No, you didn't. I, That's I, why you just keep buying new ones. No, no, I had time here. I figured I, it out. It was a long intro. You, I mean, you did have time. No, I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm blank. Okay, well, with that, let's hop right into the episode, then. Last episode was super eventful. You guys got from the treehouse to the ground. Shit went down. That's what I wrote in my notebook. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, yes, shit did indeed, as the youngsters would say. Hold on, Drew. All right, heat just kicked on. Yeah. So give it a second because it just came through your microphone. I mean, the heat's going to be going for a while. I know, but like, give it a half a second to figure shit out because it was going over what you were trying to say. Oh. Yeah, you're good now. Its initial startup was quite loud. I thought it was like eerie background music. You should be good now. So I'm good now then? Yeah. Okay. Yes, uh, as as you say, shit did indeed go down. Um, you guys started off with slow motion watching your friend's body fall. I was trying to come up with a good way to say, you know, head twisted, all that. I couldn't come up with one. So her body fell, hit the table. All the contents of the bowl flew across the room. You guys tried to attack Chris, and he pretty effortlessly just pushed you aside before clapping his hands together and putting out all the lights and completely disappearing. Samantha, in a hysteria, scooted across the floor and tried to just hold Ashley's body while she tried to figure everything out to find out Ashley's body was gone. All of a sudden, you guys, after you have a minute to collect collect yourselves, you hear what sounds like metal groaning off in the distance, followed by thumps. What you can only assume is something very big walking out in the distance. You look out the window and you do see a shape moving above the trees, although from this distance, you can't really discern what that shape is. At this point, Arthur and Ned go down the ladder because they are wanting to grab something from the cars after the discovery has been made that the cars look like they have all been rusted over and vines have begun to grow around them. We had a split from the party. I will not describe this part because things happened that uh, were private scenes. Once the party get back, got back together, I'm very tongue-tied today. Once the party got back together at the bottom of the ladder, you guys still heard the groaning and thudding. Seemed like it was coming your way. 
And then you got a very strange text message that had a picture of Ashley alive and well with what seemed to be a brick wall behind her with the caption that said, I don't know where I am. Please help me. And that's where we are right now. Um, Samantha's going to immediately try and call Ashley. You immediately try to call Ashley and it goes straight to voicemail. What the fuck? Hey, Sam, uh, how good is she with technology? Does she got that whole GPS pinpoint location thing on? Oh, she might. I... I I don't know how to look that up. You, Any of y'all able to check that real quick? Are you trying to figure out if she has, like, find my iPhone or something like that? Yes. That was Melanie asking, not, not Samantha. I, I'm a staying character. It makes it easier, <laughs> and I don't mess it up, because I've had to re-record a few of my own lines, because I done messed up. Arthur's got computer science 40, so that means something. To be fair, for breaking, <laughs> if we're... If we're breaking the fourth wall here, I got Sigint. Can I roll to see if she's got, like, location on her phone? I don't know if that would really be signal intelligence, though. That would... Uh, I was actually going to call for a computer science roll before Matt said it. You're not really looking at a signal. You're trying to see if she has something on her phone on. You tell me what to roll, God. I can't really, uh, I can't really fight for that. I think you're going to have to roll computer science. Can I help him? <laughs> I mean, you can roll your own computer science too. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Is that a thing? Yeah, computer science. I got Damn a 37 it. on a 40. I got a 47 on a 40. Perfect. So you look to see if she is sharing her location, and she is not indeed sharing her location, but you do know where to look for it. So good job, Ned. Hey, every day you learn something new, it's a good day. Man, it's hard to stay positive right now, y'all. It is. I wasn't talking to you, God. Oh, okay. You done messed up the world, so... Hey, y'all, I I think Sam had the best of. Uh He's talking to God again. Arthur, you talk to aliens. I think we're all right. Hey, they're called greys. Now is not the time for you two to be bickering. Yeah, I think Sam's right. Samantha, roll me alertness. An alertness? Yep. Hold on, I gotta pull my character sheet up. Fuck. Too far. Too far. The whole time you guys are talking about this, Ryan is just shutting off his phone and putting it away at seeing that it's at 9%. Ah. Fuck. It's a 95 out of 62. Okay, continue the scene. Shut the fuck up. I don't like that. (laughs) Y'all, I think we ought to beat feet. We were heading over to Arthur's, right? He's got the closest house to here. Yeah, that was the plan. All right. Let's let's just beat feet over that away. Before you're even able to move, you guys were so into your conversation that you did not hear that the groaning and stomping was getting even closer. And before you are able to move, you see a giant metal leg stomp down in front of you and absolutely crush Ryan's car as this thing walks through where you guys are currently at. 
go, 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 go. We need to go. Run. Go, go, go. Run. I need, I need everybody to roll me a sanity check as you look up and you see that it is indeed the water tower that is walking. 25 out of 45. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's just a water tower, guys. What's my sanity? Please tell me my sanity is... 89 on a 72. Why can't I scroll? I won't let me scroll. Hold on. God damn it. I got a 70 on a 69. <laughs> Hold on. I can't find my sanity. Hey, Jordan. I got can I roll a 1d4 minus 1 for my sanity? It's going to be a 1d4 plus 1, actually. 82 out of 67. Cool. So, Arthur, you go ahead and you just take one sanity damage. Everybody else roll a d4 and add one to your roll. That's two. Right, right. That's uh, the sanity points. That's what we're rolling against. Yes. Okay. Okay. What am I rolling? You roll a d4 and add one to the number, and that's how much sanity damage you're taking. These dice are about to go in dice jail. I'm just that saying, I failed is a that check. Five. Fuck, that's five for me, too. All right. So, that being said, I need both Ryan and Samantha to list fight, flight, or faint in what order is most likely to least likely in this situation. Uh, Samantha will flight first. She's not and fighting. Flight and then what? Uh, faint and then run. Okay, so... Or no, then... Flight, flight, faint, and then fight? Yeah. Good. Okay. Okay, Samantha, so go ahead and roll me a d6. If you roll a 1, 2, or 3, you will flee. A 4 or 5, you will faint. And a 6, you will turn around and try to fight this thing. Oh, God. Don't be stupid, Sam. Don't be stupid. She's gonna be stupid. You seriously rolled a six? I am dead serious. I rolled a fucking six. Oh no. Dice jail. All of you. And then Ryan, I need you to list it too. Ryan will do flight, then faint, then fight. Okay. So on a one, two, or three, you will run. On a four or five, you will pass out. On a six, you will turn around and try to help Samantha fight this giant metal leg in front of you. <laughs> She's an idiot. Jordan, That's a one. Just... That is a one. What? Yes. I said, did you just burp? I did. Okay. I heard that from up here. Sorry. Well, mean that's why I'm muted. Okay. So... <laughs> The leg hits. You guys look up and see it's a water tower. Samantha's first instinct, because of all the absolute crazy shit that's been happening, is just to say, no, you know what? Fuck this and attack the water tower as Ryan, upon seeing his car get smashed by this leg, nopes the fuck out of there. So, uh, Samantha, I need you to uh, roll in a attack against the water tower, I guess. 
do I need to uh, take my headphones off since Ryan literally turned on his heel and sprinted into the woods? That depends on what uh, Arthur and Ned are going to do. Do you want them to answer first before you before I tell you what I'm going to be doing? I mean, either way, they're going to see you swinging at the water tower, so they won't have to take their headphones off for this. But I might need you, Melanie, to take your headphones off depending on how this scene plays out. So, Ned and Arthur, what are you going to do? I want to grab Samantha and try to drag her away from a fruitless fight. Okay. Give me a contested roll. I am going to have... What type of roll? Well, I'm looking real quick. I'm going to have Arthur roll a... Is there a way for me and Arthur to be doing this together? Because if I remember right, she was the first person in the marching order, so she would have to turn around and run past all of us to run back towards them cars. Yeah, we could do that. So, um, so is how do you want me and Arthur to be like, nope, nope, nope? You can both roll unarmed combat versus her dodge. Damn, 45 out of 40. 51 out of 50. You know what? I'm going to spend one luck point to make that a 50 out of 50. That's a 7 out of 40. Fuck. Okay. The one time I get a good fucking roll, it's when I were trying to fucking save my life, but... No, that doesn't matter because Nick rolled higher while still succeeding. When you do when you do a contested roll, it's uh, the Price is Right rules. So actually, Nick won that contest. I don't understand how that works, but okay. I was it's closer the, to my number than you were to your number. It's the highest without oh. going over. Oh. Yes. So which, since I spent one luck point, I got exactly my number. Which we did it actually incorrect in one of the episodes where I had Ned and Ryan roll. Because it is whoever gets the higher number without going over their number. So if your number, Melanie, will say was in a 30 and Nick's was at a 70, he would automatically have a much easier chance to beat you. Because if he rolled anything from a 31 to a 70, he would beat you. Oh. So we did that wrong a couple episodes ago, but that's fine. We know now. So... As you go to swing at this water tower, you are screaming, you are crying, you are just a complete mess right now because your friend is dead. Everything is weird. The fucking water tower is walking across the fucking town and you've just had it. And you go to attack and as you do, your fist is raised up, you're ready to go. Ned grabs you around the waist and just gets you into a bear hug. And what do you say, Ned? Oh, no, no, no. You ain't fighting no goddamn water tower. I like a good scrap, but we gotta go. Everybody, go, go, go. Follow Ryan. All right. And Samantha, I'm guessing you just let it happen. Um, yeah, she she kind of comes out of her little bit of a manic state and just 
kind of agrees with him and then takes off with them. I'll say you kick and scream all you want, little girl. I'm going to carry you until we're out of harm's way. <laughs> okay, so in that case, I'm not going to make anybody take off their headphones um, because you guys are just going to be basically a couple paces behind Ryan. So I do want you all to roll me an alertness check, though. Oh, God. <gasps> I got a one. <laughs> nice. I got 21 on a 21. Ooh, nice. I got a 21 out of a 27. Nice. I got a 20 out of a 60. Nice. So you all pass. As you are running away, you cannot believe what you're seeing. You turn around and you look back up at the water tower right before you finally run away. And you notice a giant eye looking down at you from the water tower. What the fuck is that thing? You tell me what you're saying. I'm going to just keep running. It's a fucking giant eye. Yeah, I ain't going to look at it. I'm going to run. You can put me down anytime. I can run a little bit faster. Nope, nope. That would require me to stop. Ain't happening. Ned, put me the fuck down. I drop her. You drop her mid-run? <laughs> Absolutely. That's what she told me to do, and I told her I wasn't going to stop. Okay. Uh, Melanie, I need you to roll me a dexterity check to see if you're able to stay on your feet. <laughs> oh okay, so first, of all, first of all, how are you carrying her? Was she over your shoulder, or were you just, like, bear-hugging and running with her? Uh, I would way? like to think I picked you up, like, around the waist and threw you over to where, like, your stomach was on my shoulder. Okay. And you just had your arms and head behind me. <laughs> so not quite a firefighter run, or not quite a firefighter carry, but pretty close. No, I, I didn't swing her around. I just grabbed her like I was a football player and didn't want to put him down. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so what do I... I just rolled the the percentiles for dexterity as well or how does that one work yes yep you roll your percentile against your dexterity oh son of a bitch this isn't gonna go well because my dexterity is only a 15 that's a 78 uh your dexterity should be more than 15 yeah it'd be uh isn't it times 5 yeah it's times 5 so it'd be 75 Oh, well, I still failed. It's oh, damn. 78 out of a 75. Perfect. <laughs> oh, nuts. So as Ned drops you, like you requested. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ned, you're a fucking asshole. Hey, you said it. Your feet hit the ground and you twist your ankle and fall to the ground. <sighs> I'm not going to make you take any damage, but you are... We'll use D&D terms here. You are prone right now. I am just at a loss for words right now. <laughs> um, Ned and Arthur and Ryan, roll me an alertness a check. 21 out of 27. Damn, twice in a row. Nice. Yeah. The tower likes me. Ought five on a 21. That is a 58 on a 60. 58 on a 60. You all noticed that Samantha hit the ground. She is not running behind you right now. Samantha, get up! Now oh. I run over and try to, like, have her get her back on her feet. Come on, Arthur. I'll grab the left side. You grab the right side. We'll just carry her. 
Let's Ned? get the fuck out of here. Oh, Ned, you're lucky. And she wraps her arms around either one of them and starts like hobbling with them. I imagine like I have my right hand behind her back and Arthur, do you have your hand around her back also? And we're yeah. just kind of like carrying her in like recliner position. I will say that you didn't like completely fuck up your ankle. It was just you kind of landed weird and fell because of it. After a few steps, you're able to kind of run through the pain. Hold on, hold on. Child's moving. We're good. Ugh, AJ, we're busy. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying not to die from a water tower, child. No, we're good. So you said that... Sam, I might just carry you the rest of the way. Arthur, you got this with me, right? If you're going to carry me, you're going to at least put me on your back like a fucking piggyback ride. Yeah, you can do that. Samantha, since you are not currently running, I want you to roll me one more alertness check. (gasps) That's a 30. I think my alertness is like 62. Yeah, your alertness is way higher than 30. Yeah, it's 30 out of 62. You notice as you look back at the water tower... It's just continuing its path. It does not give an absolute fuck that you guys were there. So it's not chasing us? Nope. Yeah, you guys, I I think we can slow down a little bit. Basically, the way I'm seeing it in my head is it's, to put it easy, it's coming from north to south and you guys bolted off to the west and it's just still going south. That's the way in my head. Like, it just kind of crossed paths. You guys went... A different way and it just kept going we just happened to be in its way yes is the eye searching for anything or is it just stagnant the eyes just looking around like looking for us has it seen us oh it looked directly at you when uh when you fell like right before you fell when you were going to attack it it looked directly at you and it just kept walking. She taps uh, Ned on the shoulder. Hey, uh, it's not following us, so we we can slow down and still head to Arthur's. Uh, I'm just trying to keep pace with Ryan. He's still running. You holler at him and then I can slow down too. <sighs> Ryan, slow down. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, look Sam I can't argue with him that that is an appropriate answer let's just beat feet all the way to his house can I check my phone to see if I have any signal yeah I mean you guys are currently running right now so I will uh, need you to uh, do some sort of check at disadvantage to make sure you don't run face first into a tree but yeah go ahead jeez okay well, what do I roll? Roll me a... I don't want to say alertness, because I use alertness a lot. What about dexterity? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, roll me a dex. Haha! 78 out of 80. Perfect. So, yes, you are able to keep up with them and check your phone. Yes, you do have service. 
I want to call my brother Carl. Okay. Carl. You, uh, you call your brother Carl, and it goes straight to voicemail. God damn it. I'm going to try to call uh, my mom. Okay. Darlene. <laughs> I like how you added the extra E on that. Yeah, there's three E's. Those parents trying to come up with uh, unique names by just making weird spellings of normal names. Right. Uh, you call your mother Darlene, and it goes straight to voicemail. God damn it. I want to put my phone back, check my battery before, see what it's at. What was it at when you started this? I don't remember. Oh, uh, 85? That is correct. You didn't yeah, write 85. it down? I did. I just forgot where I put I didn't. I didn't signify anything. I just wrote 85. All right, oh, change right. it to 84. Fuck. I shouldn't have told God that I was having messy notes. <laughs> well, I was going to make you lose a percent anyway, but as we start slowing down, I'm going to drop. I'm going to let Sam down. So you better not fucking her. drop me again. Samantha, yeah. roll a dexterity <laughs> roll. See if you say, I'm kidding. God. I'm kidding. That's a joke. I, I'm going to like kind of keep her with her arm around my shoulder. I'm going to kind of swing her down so that she can start kind of keeping pace with me as I let her down. Okay. I will say at this point, you guys are far enough away that Ryan, you can slow down if you would like to. Do I still hear it stomping? It is more in the distance now. You guys have made some pretty good, uh, pretty good headway away from it. And plus the fact that it is stomping in a different direction. It is. It sounds like it's further away again. All right. He'll slow down to a light jog. Okay. Ryan? Yeah? Look, man. That was a little much, man. I had to use a lot to keep up with you. You think we can take a breather real quick and even get rid of this little jog you got going on? Did you not see the water tower with a fucking eyeball? We need to keep running, dude. It's not following us, so... It's we, over there. At we can slow here. down. But what else is there? There could be something else out there. We don't know. We should not be exposed on the streets. We're, uh, we're, we're in the in woods. The woods. <laughs> Ryan, real quick, I want Potato you to roll tomato. me... I want you to roll me in athletics at a negative 10. Son of a bitch. Tomatoes sound really good right now. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> That is a 27 on a modified 50. On a modified... Your athletics is 60? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say for a smoker, you were able to beat feet pretty well, and you are not really out of breath like everyone else is right now. Ryan uh, just does a couple of uh, hops up and down. He's like, come on, guys. I smoke two packs you know, in a week. Shouldn't be beating you guys. Uh, Samantha's not winded. She's an athlete, so... <laughs> well, Samantha's also not winded because she uh, got carried the entire fucking way. Speaking of that, she walks up, she gets closer to Ned, and she punches him in the arm. That's fine. 
I saved your life. That's okay. You saved my life. I was about to go. You were going to punch metal. (laughs) Well. You got your tetanus shot. What? That's Uh, least of my concerns right now. Well, it's kind of my concern. I don't think that we're going to be able to find a hospital in this. You seen the look on them cars? A water tower just came walking through the woods and you're worried about tetanus? Not really, but I like to get through myself with a little bit of bad humor. (sighs) Ned. I mean, that's fair. That's how I live my life. And it was bad, so... Yeah. I really appreciate you. And and Ryan, (laughs) by the way, when your adrenaline runs out, your legs are gonna hurt. You were hitting it. I doubt it. I don't. Also, you got a cigarette. Now is not the Uh, fucking time. I don't think it's the time for a whole lot of anything right now. This is the first time that Ryan has been asked that since the events happened. Ryan, roll me a... uh, Luck check at a negative 40. Jesus. Feeling lucky? Your guys' luck is so fucking high, I have to put something on it to make it more even. (laughs) You said negative 40? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I rolled a 55 on a 57. Motherfucker. Okay. (laughs) You do still have your cigarettes on you, and now uh, on top of that... I want you to roll me a d20. Just a straight d20. Uh, give me a second. I do not have one of those out. That is not a dice even I pulled out. That is a 16. Wow. Okay, you still have most of a pack. All right, I want you to keep that number handy because that is how many cigarettes you have. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ryan kind of pats his jacket pocket on the inside where it is and pulls it out, pops it open. It's like, oh shit, it's almost a full back. And he slides one out and hands it over to you. And then he points at you and says, don't ask for too many more. I don't know if I'm going to get more. Look, I, I appreciate you, man. We're going to, we're going to get through this. I don't know what the hell's going on, but there's no way this is all we got. You got your fancy eyes looking at the ax can and whatnot. And I like the, cigarette real quick <sighs> there's gotta be a way for something to be kind of normal we gotta find something this town might be small but it ain't that small once we get back to Arthur's house and see what's going on I, as much as I don't want to I feel like we gotta hit the town and we gotta take a look around and we gotta see if there's anything normal going on see if anybody's still around yeah well, I agree with you on that one. So, and uh, Ryan pulls out the candles he had that he grabbed from the treehouse and starts lighting them and handing them out. Candles? Yes. Perfect. That way we're not wasting phones using flashlights, because uh, I don't know about you, but I'm at 9%, so, uh, yeah. I'm at 84 that sorry, wasn't the most smug way to say that. <laughs> I didn't need to brag. I, sorry, sorry. I just, I'm at 84, man. What do you got? What do you got to do? Well, maybe if you weren't using your phone all day in school. Wow, God is mocking me. <laughs> I think maybe God's wife should make him brats again. 
Oh, God. I made the brats. Thank you. I think his wife should buy the brats again. Okay. First I, of all, I bought the brats <laughs> too, bitch. Uh, uh, Ned, you just sound like a wannabe valley girl. Not- oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Not like you're trying to end And this is bullshit. <laughs> you're ruining my voice. Hang on. Hang on. Oh. I want to do an Arthur voice too. I don't know if I can do it. Um, guys, is this a good Arthur voice? Oh my god. I like how I can 100% tell that you plugged your nose to do that one. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god, this, guys. This is harassment. <laughs> I will not stand for this. But yes, that was a decent Arthur voice. Uh, Brad, so would, you like to, would you like to take a shot at an Arthur voice? Mm, yeah, I'd love to do an Arthur voice. I don't know how long <laughs> I can do it, though. I think Breck wins. <laughs> oh my god. You know what? Oh, I loved wow. absolutely all of those Arthur voices enough. I am going to give you each three sanity back. Oh, I'm not upset by that. Arthur, we love you. Rewarded you for <laughs> bullying me. God is real after all. Did you give us sanity instead of luck? Because we all have stupid amounts of luck. I feel so like anyway, on with the scene. So much better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is exactly why I gave you sanity. All right, so okay. I just I just start walking towards Arthur's house. Uh, I'm in a hurry because none of my family members answered me. Before we go too far, I'm kind of sad it wasn't luck because that would have put me at a perfect hundred. <laughs> That makes uh, me really right. happy that I did sanity or yeah, sanity then. <laughs> hey, yeah, I was gonna say you guys are going to Arthur's house, and and uh, what what are you wanting to do? Well, what does it look like? Are we at are we at my house? I'm, nothing happens to you on the way there, so you make it there with no real issues. Does it uh, look aged? Are there cars in the driveway? There are cars in the driveway. Are the cars look exactly them? like the cars that you guys left back at the treehouse. Shit. So they're on. Does the house look aged or does it look like it's brand new? I will say without even making you guys roll because you're specifically looking for it. The house does also look aged. I'm going to go into my house. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to stick with Arthur. Arthur, hold on. Slow down. Slow down, man. Look, this might seem a little weird, but uh, I have a feeling we ain't going to see nobody that we know anywhere. Look look around you, man. Look at your neighbor's houses. Look at everything right quick. It's all old. Like, we ain't in whatever our world was. This is your realm. I'm, I'm going to need your help, man. We got to make sure we keep you together because you're going to keep me together. Exactly. I've got some dirty occult shit in my closet. Surely something can help us. Man, if you think there's anything left in your closet, good for you. I can't wait to see it. Let's go. I got to go to the bathroom. Uh, Ryan is going to start looking at the other houses and... Arthur's house and see if there's any lights on anywhere because it should be getting pretty dark. It is indeed getting dark. 
It is also the night of Halloween, so you would have expected at this point, if the world was still a normal place to see trick-or-treaters, you look around and all the houses in the area are also aged like Arthur's houses. You don't see lights anywhere. Sam is going to stay outside with Ryan um, and to keep a lookout to see if any, if like the water tower comes back or if there's like any other weird shit that's coming their way. Okay, so you guys are both staying outside while Ned and Arthur are going inside? Yes. Yes. Okay. I need Samantha and Ryan to remove your headphones. Oh, joy. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Play Pretend Mid-Roll WLPP. We are here with another fan of the show, and not just a fan, but this fella here, he has his own service. This is Rain Breaker on Twitch. I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic off to him and let him go ahead and tell us a little bit about his channel. Rainbreaker, let's go. So I am a variety streamer on Twitch. Um, I just play whatever, mostly Resident Evil, um, Final Fantasy. Right now, I'm currently in the middle of playing Control, which if no one has ever played it, definitely play it. It's a great game. Um, I've been playing for, I've been streaming for about two years now, on and off. I usually every other day for a couple hours so come and check me out we'll have a great time awesome that's rain breaker i will make sure that down below in the show notes you will see his link and description when you go over there you give him a like you give him a follow let him know who sent you wlpp let's play pretend radio and we're gonna go ahead and get back to the show So you guys walk into the house and things are looking fairly decrepit. Uh, they look like they have aged, but almost not as much as outside. Like they're still aged. They're still very worn, but they don't look like they are to the point that like, like I said, the cars looked like they were like a hundred years old and nature had started to retake it. It doesn't look like it's quite that bad inside, but Things also don't quite look usable, if that makes sense. Can I uh, do a search around my house? And since it's my house, can I get, like, an uh, advantage since I know my house? What's your search at? 20. I'll give you a plus 20. You can have a 40. Go ahead. Roll me a search. Wait, so plus 40? Plus 20, so your your number will be 40 to beat. 39 out of 40. Nice. Jesus. Okay, so what is it that you're searching for? I'm, uh, I guess I'm just searching for anything that I know would be useful for us in our certain situation. Like, maybe if there's, like, a baseball bat like that I had that I, that I know somewhere, or if there is uh, maybe fucking duct tape or even a map. That'll help us. Or and what specifically? I I want to go in my room and try to look for occult stuff. But I feel like that would be a different role. Hey, okay. hey, Arthur, Arthur. What, what? What? Hey, I'm looking at your cabinets. You got any of them little weenies? Them don't go bad, do they? Uh, no. But I know my my brother Carl eats those a lot. 
So I, 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 I'm gonna keep looking around for them then. If you check behind, behind, I mean behind the fridge, there might be a secret stash of ravioli cans. You know those chef, but whatever the hell those things are. Carl thinks he's a sly at hiding food. He's not. Yeah, I'm sure he does. But all right, all right, thanks. Bye. I'm gonna keep looking around. Ned, are you staying in the kitchen while he while uh, Arthur goes to his room? That depends. Do I find any raviolis and little weenies? Well, I mean, I would have to have your roll of search, but are is that your plan is to stay in there and look for that stuff while Arthur goes to look for his stuff in his room? No, I think Ned would go with him and be like, Arthur, come on, man. We need food more than we need a baseball bat. I, I think we need weapons. You don't know what else is out there. And we need knowledge. My closet, I'm sure, is my weapons and nerdy books will help us in some way. <laughs> man, didn't you pay any attention? I just picked up Sam like she was a baseball bat. I could swing her around. Come on, man. We need food. We're we not all you, okay? You want me to swing you around? No. I don't think I could, so that's a good idea. All right, let's go check your room, and then you help me find the food. You got it. All right, let's go. So you guys go into uh, Arthur's room. You do indeed find a baseball bat, which is weird because Arthur has never played baseball a day in his life. But exactly. he has a bat propped up against the wall for so whatever his reason. His pants gave him a bat, and he never played it. So he knew it was in prime condition because he never touched it. Perfect. You would know that out in your garage, your dad liked to, to say that uh, if it can't be fixed with duct tape, then it just can't be fixed. So you know you got duct tape out in the garage. But what is it that you're looking for in your room? Uh, I guess... Um, I, f- I feel like over his years of uh, following the occult and just being so sort of a nerd for the spooky shit, he would have some... Uh, some plethora of books with different sorts of knowledge. I kind of wanted to like grab that, grab what I think would be pertinent to our certain situation and like just put it in my backpack for later to see if it could help. Okay, uh, roll me an occult check. Come on. 50 out of 52. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting nice. low. I'm getting close ones tonight. So you go ahead and you find a book that has to do with uh, different rituals and that kind of stuff, and you grab that one. Oh. You have a book that is about cryptids, but it's about like short stories that people have written. So basically, in our world, it's like a book of like creepy pasta. Hell yeah! So I got a cryptic book. Yep. So you got a cryptid book. And you have your book on different spells. And that is what you grab. Can I do one last thing? What's your one last thing? I want to grab my baseball bat. I'm going to grab my Naruto kunai. I'm going to smash the Naruto kunai into the baseball bat. So it's like a, it's kind of like a pick. So it's, it's a baseball bat with a knife in it. Can I stop him from doing that while I see you this? We gotta prepare! As I say, as I try making this. Uh, uh, Ned's gonna grab his wrist 
while he's trying to go and do that if I can. Do you need me okay. to roll something for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely need you to roll because he sounds like he is 100% ready to do that. And I was going to make a suggestion, but he's 100% going his way. So I need you to roll. For all intents and purposes, I need you guys to just do strength. Uh, no, contested unarmed combat. Oh, God damn it. Six out of 40. 84 out of 50. Ooh, so Nick failed an unarmed combat. Okay, so you go to try and stop him, and he is able to shake you off, takes the the kunai, and stabs it into his bed. And what he does is he takes the bat, raises it above his head, and smashes it down onto the handle of the kunai to the point where, surprisingly enough, this bat must have been hollow or something. The handle does go through and makes a pick. Oh, yeah. But... Oh, Jeff, we gotta be prepared. But... You notice that the very top of the bat is very severely splintered from this. So you don't know how many hits it's going to last before the bat breaks. Arthur, you better hope it's vampires. You never know what's out there. No, no, you don't. And I hand it. <laughs> and I hand Ned the, uh, the bat pick. Since you can pick people up like they're nothing, you can swing this like it was nothing either. You know what, man? Here, you go right ahead and keep it. I'll just keep picking shit up. You just start hitting shit when I can't pick it up. How about that? Okay. Uh, so I, I appreciate it, man, but I, I have a feeling we're going to hit a couple houses. and we're... Look, man, there ain't nobody around. I, I just got a one more stop. One more stop, all right? Well, I hope it's your closet. <laughs> it, it's October, man. It's the end of October. It's going to get cold. Come on. We, let's get some hoodies. Let's get some coats. My, I know my dad... He is, he might have some coats in the garage. Man, your closet's right here. Do I have any coats in my closet? Uh, I mean, that's up to you. Would you have coats in your closet or would they be in the closet up by the front door? Uh, probably up by the front door. Then no, you do not have any closet or any coats in your closet. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's just graphic tees. <sighs> you got a backpack? Yeah, it's on me. Do you have another backpack? Uh, I've got this this little satchel. It's like a messenger bag. One of those that's like a one strap that goes from like your yeah. right shoulder to your left hip? Exactly. Okay. I'm going to grab that and just throw a couple of his t-shirts in there and then head back to the kitchen. Okay. Um, Arthur. I want to head to the garage. As you walk out of your room past your brother's room... Mm-hmm. I want you to roll me an alertness check at a plus 70. Oh, God. Uh, 16 out of 70. It's almost like I wanted you to pass this one. <laughs> As you walk past your brother's room, you see a flash of light. Oh! And you look over and you see your brother is sitting on his bed. And the TV in front of him that he normally plays video games on 
is just static. And he's sitting there and he has a controller in his hand, but his hand is sitting there kind of limply and his eyes are wide open and he has this almost unnaturally huge smile on his face where you can almost see all of his teeth at the right angle and his head is kind of cocked to like one side and he's just smiling at the TV and absolutely he seems like he's absolutely dead to the world like nothing is phasing him he is just focused on this TV in front of him uh even seeing that scene he uh oh my gosh arthur still sheepishly says uh carl what are you doing we gotta get out of here he does not answer you at all i walk into the room more he acts as if you don't even exist it's it's like he's a statue i'm gonna slap him no response I'm going to slap him a second time. Still no response. Oh, my Arthur, God. Arthur, quit beating your meat up there. Come on, man. I found the weenies. Let's get out of here. I can't leave my brother. You, you can't what now? Uh, uh, Sam, Ryan, get in here. Get in here. And I start shouting for him. All right. Well, you guys know what's coming next. Take off my headphones. Both of you take off your headphones. So you guys see as Arthur and Ned go inside, you're looking around, everything out here looks decrepit, but you can tell that there is this feeling in the air that something, it's, it's unnaturally quiet. There are no, there are no birds there are no bugs nothing is making a sound it's as if as you guys shuffle your feet and accidentally kick uh gravel around because you know how all driveways doesn't matter how nice or new the driveway is there's always a little bit of gravel on the driveway as you are kicking that around it would be almost as if you could hear that from three blocks away it is unnaturally still okay so, um, Samantha will most likely, like I said, she's keeping an eye out for, like, if the water tower comes back or anything, uh, noticing that it's, like, eerily quiet, she'll pick up a stone and just, like, throw it at a nearby tree to see if any, like, birds flutter out or anything. Absolutely nothing happens. The stone hits the tree with a loud which the thunk sounded a lot louder than the size rock that you threw at the tree, but you kind of figure that that's because there is literally nothing else making a sound. And the clatter of the rock hitting the ground afterward also seems kind of loud, but it doesn't seem to disturb anything. What does like the sky look like? I am glad you asked. It is nighttime. It's been long enough that it almost seems like nighttime or like it should be nighttime. But the sky has, while there's no light coming from the sky right now, it has an eerie red glow to it. Does it seem to come from any direction or is it just kind of like the entire sky? It's almost as if you guys are cast into a cloudy sunset 
where the clouds would be casting that red glow onto the, or the sun would be casting the red glow onto the clouds, but where the sun is low enough to not really produce any light. So it doesn't really seem like it's coming from one specific direction. It's just like the sky is just red. Hey, Samantha, you're, uh, you're seeing the sky too, right? Yeah, I'm noticing that. I've also noticed there's no, there's like no birds around. I honestly don't think we're in the same plane for sure anymore. As if the water tower wasn't, you know, a clue enough. But something, it just seems really off about this place. Yeah. I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and text Ashley back. So she pulls out her phone and texts her trying to get some sort of answer. Her text says uh, something along the lines of what, what did you do? What, where did you summon us to? First off, what is your phone battery at? 81. 81. Okay. You are surprised to see your text goes through. Do I see if she's had, like the red receipts are on or anything? The red receipts. Are you texting her privately or are you texting the group? Privately. Privately. Her red receipts are on. And as of right now, all it says is delivered. So Sam will just put her phone away for right now and walk over to Arthur's parents' cars mm-hmm. and try to open them, see if she can find like a crowbar or something so she has some sort of like weapon or whatnot. Okay. You're trying to find a crowbar or some sort of weapon inside of the car. Yeah. Look if there's something in the car or like if the gar- if she can get into the garage to try and find something that they have some sort of protection. Okay, what is your search number? That is... So if I have nothing in there, it's just 20%, right? Correct. 20%. Go ahead and roll me a search at a plus 20. So basically what that means is for this one roll, you'll be rolling it at a 40%. Okay. Also, you read my mind. I was just about to ask for a garage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's a 24 out of 40. 24 out of 40. You don't find a crowbar or anything because who drives around with a crowbar? But what you do find is you find a jack with a one of those like a detachable jack handle. I guess that you could almost use as a club. I guess this is something. She kind of holds it up because if I remember, those are not that big. They're not that big, but I mean, it's still, it's hefty enough. Okay. It's still a chunk of metal you could hit something with. Right. Exactly. See if you can Uh, get the garage door open. Maybe there's something in there we could find. Yeah, Ryan will also see if there's a side door into the garage that might be easier to open as well. That is very smart. I'm not even going to make you roll for that because almost every single garage that I've ever seen in my entire life has a side door. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make you roll me a 50-50. Ooh. That's a 53. That is a 53. The door is unfortunately locked. His parents actually did their job and locked up. 
Ryan is just going to look at Samantha and just be like, do we care right now about pretty much anything after everything that's happened? No, I don't really think so. Plus, if Ned is right, I don't think there's anybody else here but us. Great. And Ryan is going to scoop up a rock and just, you know, blow out the window and just reach in and unlock the door. Before you are able to hit the window with a rock, I want you both to roll me an alertness check. It's a 90 out of 62. That is a 33 on a 60. That is a critical success. As you, Samantha, you are more focused on the fact that you are about to hear glass shatter. Right before you are about to throw that rock, you hear from inside what sounds like Arthur go, I'm not going to leave my brother. And you hear Ned from inside go, Samantha, Ryan, get in here! Get in here! What the fuck? I guess we better go. Uh, um, yeah, as, let's go. As Ryan runs, he's going to scoop up a second rock and just take them both in with him, because it's better than his fists. Yeah. Perfect. Sam's going to run in with the jack thing, whatever it's called. You called it that thing. It, it's what a jack, yeah. It's like the handle to it's a it, it's just a jack. It's just the jack. handle part to the jack. Yeah, I thought it's, the part that lifted the car was the jack. So, it, I mean, it's per- the handle to that, but oh, it's okay. the same thing. Perhaps a jack handle. Shut up. <laughs> 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 yeah, she's gonna run in with that. Look at you coming into this conversation with your fancy ability to combine <laughs> words. <laughs> Actually, right, give me a, a second. <laughs> give me a second to get Nick and Matt back in here. Yep. Guys, he said his brother's upstairs. We got to get up there now. And I just take off and I run up the stairs to get to where he was at. Ned, what? Samantha turns to Arthur. What the hell are you talking about? Your brother's upstairs. Oh, he's. I'm already upstairs. Oh, never mind. He's sitting up uh, there yelling at his brother. Come on, let's go, let's go. Ned, you're just running. <sighs> She'll look at Ryan and, I, and shrug her shoulders and be like, all right, let's go. Uh, Ryan is going to run up after. Arthur, what the hell are you talking about, man? What? What's going on in here? So I will tell you guys the same thing that I told Arthur and Ned. You guys walk in and you see Arthur's brother is sitting on the end of his bed. And he has a video game controller in his hand. And the TV in front of him is just flashing static. Like it's not it's not actually playing anything. It's just flashing static. He has his head tilted at almost a 45 degree angle to the left. His eyes are wide and bloodshot. And he has a giant, unnatural smile on his face that if you were looking at him straight on, you would almost be able to swear that you'd be able to see every tooth in his mouth. And as Arthur is shaking him, trying to get his attention, he is not moving. His brother is almost acting as if none of you are there whatsoever. He is unfazed. 
uh, Sam is going to look at the static TV and her grip on the jack handle tightens and she runs over and she smashes it into the screen. You smash the jack handle into the screen of the TV. As you do that, you swing. You swing full power. The jack handle goes into the TV and breathing heavy from all that you just put into that swing, trying to make sure that you completely just smash that motherfucker in one hit. You take a step back towards everyone else. Arthur is looking up at his brother, wondering what's wrong, and he reacts. You take a step back. You're next to Ned and Ryan right now, and very slowly, still head cocked at a 45-degree angle to the left, still with a wide smile, still eyes bulging and bloodshot, slowly turns his head to you. Very very, very slowly turns his head to you, looks right past his brother, and locks eyes with you, Samantha. And he says in a voice that does not sound like Arthur's brother, says, Why would you do such a thing? Oh my god. Nope, 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 nope. Out, 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 out. Carl? Arthur, that is your brother. I'm going to grab Arthur by the back of the what his collar. I'm just going to grab him and try and just whang him out of the bedroom. Uh, Are you going to contest it, Arthur? I feel like he's a little shocked by like his brother acting like a possessed demon. So I just can't accept it. Okay, I will not make you roll opposed rolls then. Uh, so Ned is able to reach down, kind of grab you by the collar of your shirt and yank you up to your feet as he's saying, nope, 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 and grabs you and pulls you out of there. Everyone else is, I'm assuming, leaving the room. Ryan and Samantha, you guys are out of there as well. Uh, Sam is kind of taken back by him, and she, I would say she's kind of frightened with the way that Carl's just staring into her soul currently. Nope, nope, nope. You too, you too. And I'm going to reach back in and grab at her too. Are you going to fight it? Kind of. Thank you. Okay. I kind of am. So I need you both to roll me. um, Are you ready for this one? You're not fighting each other. You're going to roll me opposed athletics. Double oh seven on a thirty. That's a two out of fifty. So playing the price is right rules, a seven is higher than a two without going over. He is able to pull you out of the room. Sam, that thing, I don't know what the hell it is, but it's staring right at you. I think you need to get out more than the rest of us. And I slam the door shut. No, you do not. All fuck. You try to slam the door shut. And the door also does not move. Ryan, what are you doing? Uh, as Samantha gets pulled out, it's going to slowly back out of the room, just keeping eyes on him to see if he moves at all. Ryan, you are staying behind to look and see if Carl moves at all. Is anybody else going to as well? Um, I'm staying because it's my brother, and I'm like, what's going on? 
Sam at least pulls her arm away from Ned a little bit and just kind of stands in the doorway with her, the grip on the jack handle pretty tight, just in case anything happens. Arthur, did you let go of that bat? Oh, no. You're still holding that? Oh, very much so. Then Ned is just kind of knelt down at the door so that Sam can see over me, but I'm ready to do whatever I got to do to try and restrain something if something happens. Okay, so you guys are all out in the hallway. Ish. Uh, Ryan would be just in the door, like off to the left of it, so that way Sam can see. So you're inside the door. So from my understanding, Ryan is inside the door off to the left. Sam is in the doorway. And Ned is probably to her right, but knelt down. I'm not exactly sure where Arthur's at. I have you and Arthur just outside of the door. So in the hallway, able to look in. But I threw both of you guys out into the hallway. Arthur and Samantha are in the hallway looking into the room. Ned is knelt down basically in the doorway. Correct. And then Ryan is basically one step in the room, basically blocking the door from closing with his body. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. That sounds correct to everybody. Okay. So he is still, Carl is still sitting on the bed looking at you guys with his head tilted with a big smile with the wide eyes. And before you even notice what happens, Ryan, I need you to roll me a power roll at a negative 10. Ooh. Oh, if I don't drop my dice. That is a 10 on a modified 65. Jesus Christ, your power is 75? Yeah. Oh, I should have given you more than a minus 10. Shit. (laughs) I'm sure it'll come up next time. I'll get like a minus 50. DMs take notes too. Yes, DMs do take notes too. DMs, GMs, handlers, and keepers, for that matter. I'm getting better, guys. I'm getting better. So, in what can only be described as the blink of an eye, Carl moves from where he is sitting in on the edge of his bed from across the room, literally right in front of your face, Ryan. And he goes to, like, kind of not attack you, but kind of put, like, a hand on your chest to, like, push you out of his room. But you're able to kind of sense it coming. So as his hand comes up and touches your chest, you really quick readjust your back foot to give you your left foot back behind you to give you support. So you're not able to be pushed over. And he looks at you and still has the the wide eyes and the grin. And he goes, get out. I don't want you here anymore. Ryan tries to hold back his first instinct to smash the rock into the side of this thing's head and just says, what's your name? What are you doing? You don't ask the names. Nope. 
when you ask him his name. He keeps the smile in the wide eyes, but his head cocks real quick over to the right. And he goes, You know my name, Ryan. It's Carl. But Samantha just broke my TV. And I am now very angry. So get out of my room, please. Uh, of course. And he just starts backing away. And if he runs into anybody, they're getting shoved backwards. Yep, yep, yep. I'm kind of grabbing you by the waistband since I'm knelt down. I'm like, yep, let's get out of here. I'm not leaving my brother. He's maybe cranky, but I can't just leave him. You want to bet you're not? That ain't your brother. Arthur, I think they're right. We need to go. That's that's not Carl anymore. As Ryan and Ned get out into the hallway where Samantha and Arthur are, without Carl moving, you guys see the door very slowly close. Does it make a noise? It doesn't make a noise like uh, like your typical, like, but as it closes, it latches and you hear it lock from the inside. <laughs> Arthur looks over at his brother's door, sheds a single tear knowing his brother is dead and he can't do anything about it. But, All right, guys, we got to get the fuck out of here. There's only one last place I need to go. We need to go to the garage. Before you do that... I'd like y'all to roll me a sanity, please. Oh, you don't say. Uh, 11 out of 47. Matt, you crit succeeded. I'm going to let you get one sanity back. All right. I have a 13 out of 70. Melanie, you will take zero damage. That is an 88 on a 67. Oh, no. Really? Wait, hold on, hold on. Seriously? Yeah. 77 on a 73. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So for this uh, crit fail, you guys are going to take double damage. Uh-huh. But luckily for you, on a fail, it was only one. So you will take two. That was only one sanity damage? Yeah, that was only one sanity damage. The fuck I mean, you got in mind there, bud? A, a, a brother acting weird isn't as crazy as a water tower literally walking across town. Well, apparently my brother being uh, possessed strengthened Arthur's resolve. That yeah. depends on your steez. Oh my god. Arthur, let's make this quick, man. We got... I, I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, we'll be quick. Uh, I'll make sure of that. Arthur runs to the garage. Ryan will follow. He wants something more than a rock. Um, while they're running off to the garage, Sam, before leaving, looks around the hallway to see if there's anything she can pull in front of Carl's door. So if and when he decides to leave the room, he'll at least be somewhat tripped up. So upon a quick glance, you see that Arthur's mom and dad are the kind of family that have like the table, the little side table that's up against a wall in the hallway that has like 
a picture of the family and a little house plant and all that kind of stuff on it. But that's really the only thing that you see in the hallway. Um, that'll do, I guess. So she'll pick that up and put it in front of the door so it slows him somewhat. Okay. And then this way she can hear, or they can hear, if like he does come clattering over it. Samantha, give me an alertness check. Motherfucker. That's a 13 out of 62. Excellent, because I wanted you to succeed this. Oh, God. So you place the table in front of the door, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, that's at least something that's going to slow him down. And from the other side of the door, you hear, I heard that. <laughs> um, Sam just doesn't say anything, but slowly backs away from the door, kind of stumbling over herself before... Is it... Hold on. Are there stairs? Or is this yes, a ranch? Yes, it's, it's upstairs. Okay, okay. So she is kind of slowly backing away, stumbling over herself a little bit till she gets to the stairs, and she just books it. As you are backing away from the other side of the door, you also hear... Happy Halloween. Yeah, she's gone. Sam, you got some nuts on you. Well, at least this way, if he gets out, I can hear him. And I'll know that he's going to come now. Fuck us up. Sam, Sam, Sam. I'm going to pull her in real close. Look, Sam. uh, I I don't like that. And uh, don't tell Arthur, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to light this house on fire when we get out of here. I mean... You yeah, do you, yeah. but... Uh, oh, I, I, I plan to. I, I just want to let you know that way when we're walking away, if all of a sudden there's a big fire and a whole lot of smoke, that maybe uh, maybe we don't worry about it. Ned, I'm going to need you to keep it together. Yeah, I'm going to keep it together, and that's by burning that son bitch to the ground. <laughs> I love how that's Ned's defense mechanism. Something scared me. Burn it down! <laughs> Uh, Samantha's very worried about Ned. (laughs) As you should be. I'm almost, I'm contemplating making you roll sanity just because of the way Ned's acting, but I'm not that mean. Yet. Not yet. So you guys, after seeing the door close without Carl touching the door at all, you guys move. You see that. Samantha holds back for a second, and then you see the absolute look of terror on her face as she just fucking... You guys are about halfway down the stairs, and she just vaults right over your asses. She cannot get away from the top of those stairs fucking fast enough after what she just witnessed. What are you doing? Going to the garage. Find my father's trusty duct tape. Find your father's trusty duct tape. Go ahead and go into the garage. Can I look around for a phone charger? In the house? Yes. I- While everyone else is in the garage? <laughs> the silence is uncanny. Sure. It's- Are you sure about that? I'm not the one that broke. I ain't the one who broke his damn TV. That's on you and your tire iron. That's what it's called. 
A tire iron is one of them that has the uh, four different sizes that you can use. This is literally just a jack handle is what you have. Okay. Ain't even got the L shape on it. Yeah. What? Either way, don't be breaking people's TVs. That's what? a good way to get broke. You break a TV, you get broke too. Come on now. I thought it was going to help him. Well, it helps something. So all the rest of you are going into the garage, yes? Yeah. Yes. Sam's out of the house. She's done. God damn it. I, I am Scooby. I am Scooby. I knew it. I need... <laughs> I need Matt, and I need Breck, and I need Melanie Who are those to people? remove your headsets. Good luck. I need it. They're all out in the garage. You are alone in the house. What was it that you said you were looking for? A phone charger? Yes, sir. Cool. Where are you going to go to look for a phone charger? Uh, so just this is the view that I have in my head. Is it kind of like you go down the stairs, maybe off to the left is like the living room, off to the right is kind of like the dining room, kitchen, and then through the kitchen is how you get to the garage? Maybe? You and I actually have the exact same idea for the layout of this house. Cool. If you would go straight from the bottom of the stairs, that's where the front door would be. That'll work for me. So I'm yep. gonna I'm gonna kind of head towards the kitchen and like, man, it's Ohio, man. Everybody got a junk drawer. I'm gonna look through the junk drawers. I'm gonna try and find me a couple charging cables, maybe some batteries. I don't know. I got this weird little man purse, and I'm gonna load it up with whatever I can grab out of these here junk drawers. Okay, I will say, uh, go ahead and roll me a modified luck check at a negative twenty. 003 on a modified 56. Damn. First off, I forgot that your luck was a 76. I think it's everyone else that rolled in the 80s or 90s. Oh, no, I misheard you then. My luck is actually an 86, so 66 was the modify. Okay, fair enough. I did have the lowest luck, though. Either way, you find a couple cables, you find a couple charging cables... Uh, with the luck check, more what I was looking for is to make sure that the charging cables would actually work with your phones, and they do. But with such a good luck roll, you also find two power bricks. Oh, thank God. I was really hoping we were going to find that. Otherwise, we'd have to go back up there and get his computer. Now, here's what I want you to do. And this is a number that these are two numbers that you can keep to yourself. I want you to roll me two D100s to see what their battery life is at. 8 Oof. 100. Nice. No okay. joke. No joke. 3 zeros. So one of them is almost dead already, which you could find a way maybe later to charge it up. I'm not sure. But the one that's at 100 is going to be very, very, very helpful to you guys because basically the mechanic here is going to be one for one. Okay. So it is going to deplete 1% as it gains 1% to whatever you're charging. Uh, Can I ask you a question there, God, real quick? Yeah, what's up? His TV was on. 
His TV was on. Uh, electricity? Electricity or supernatural? Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like going up there and talking to that creepy motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but Ned's going to operate on the assumption that uh, electricity is actually still functioning around this town. So he sees those as, oh, hell yeah, this is extra. We can probably charge this one back up. And, oh, this is going to help us out in a tight situation. I better uh, go show these guys what I found. Perfect. Are you going to try to plug it in to see if it charges? Nope. I saw TV on. I assume the electricity's working. Okay. Excellent. I will have you remove your headset and I will get back to the other three. So you guys go out into the garage and really, like, almost right away you notice that Ned is not with you. It looks like he's kind of rummaging through drawers in the kitchen area that you guys walked through to get to the garage. But that's okay. Arthur is determined to get basically get what he came here for and to get moving because though frankly the whole thing with his brother freaked him out oh yeah so you guys are out in the garage arthur you already know where your dad keeps the duct tape i'm not even gonna make you roll for that uh what i am gonna make you roll is a d4 i can't prepare four you find four full rolls of duct tape. Hell yeah. So that is fantastic. Is there anything use... else out here you guys are oh, looking sorry. for? No, go ahead. I just want to say I wanted to use one of those rolls of duct tape to uh, to fasten my my bat spike, my 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 bat pickaxe that I made to make it sturdy so it can hit several swings. I am so happy you said that because that is actually what I was going to suggest first off is just duct taping the thing to the bat. And then you decided that you wanted to just smash it. So, yes, I will give you that as well. Um, it's kind of a reference. I'm a super fucking nerd. There's a comic book character of a person that took a batarang and just put it into a baseball bat and started killing the Joker's goons. It's an homage. Fair enough. Fair enough. With a kunai, it's just harder because, you know, the one end of the kunai is rounded while the other end is a spike. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I will give you that one. You are able to tape but it up. But then the rest is a bat. It is true. You're able to tape it up to a point where you feel like yeah, you know what? I did a I did a good job on that. That is actually going to uh, hold up. Hell yeah. So Ryan is looking for two things. He's okay. looking for a nice five-pound sledgehammer because these rocks are not going to cut it. And he's also looking to see if he sees anything that looks like it's new. Since he was able to see the axe can is new, he's hoping something else will pop up as new. Okay. Before I tell you about the sledgehammer, I want to know from Arthur, is your dad kind of a do-it-himself kind of person? Oh, or yeah. is your dad more of like the fuck it, we have money, let's just hire somebody to get it done kind of person? Oh, no. He was absolutely the MacGyver of modern men. He, okay. he fixed everything. That's why every, we never bought anything new. Everything was at least duct taped. It was... uh. It, every piece was slowly replaced, essentially. Okay. 
Um, I will say, Ryan, you are able to find a sledgehammer, but I want you to roll me a D100. Okay. This D100 is going to determine its condition. Is a straight 50. Straight 50. Okay. So it looks like there is some wear and tear on it, but it it looks like it'll it'll be good for at least a while. He kind of just nods to himself, and then he just kind of starts rummaging through everything to see if anything else looks like it's not as aged like it should be. Okay. I want you all to roll me an alertness check, all three of you. Uh-oh, 56 out of 27. 76 out of 62. Is a straight 70 on a 60. Oh, shit. Perfect. You guys go ahead and continue the scene. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to. Is there anything else that I would think that my dad would have, like a saw or even maybe like some sort of bikes for us to take? Well, I mean, if he's a do-it-himself kind of person, I'm sure he has more tools. But let me ask you a question, Arthur. Yeah. Is he okay with other people touching his stuff? He's not home right now, so it's fine. But he's not really okay with that, right? I mean, he he's never outright said so. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brian is going to look for like a backpack or a duffel bag or something similar just so we can start uh, keeping all this stuff on us. Okay. Um, I'm going to say out in the garage you're not going to find a backpack. Well then they have a very boring garage. <laughs> roll, roll me a search check. Ooh. That is a if I my shirt search. Ooh, a 38 on a 40. Perfect. So with that search check, you are able to see even in the dark that there is a string coming from the ceiling. And it looks like there may be an attic space up top. Ryan is going to gently pull on the string while keeping his uh, candle kind of close to him so it doesn't blow out. Okay. You go ahead and pull on the string, and as you pull on the string, a ladder comes down. A part of the ceiling shifts, and a fold-out ladder comes down. Um, Sam is just walking over to the side door and unlocking it, so this way they have a quick escape if they need it. Thank you. Arthur is also going to go up the ladder with with Riot. Hey, Sam, roll me a d4. <sighs> That's a one. Oh, that's disappointing. Gain one sanity. Okay. For doing something that will benefit you guys in the long run with the possibility of. Okay. So Ryan is going up this ladder. Is it a straight up and down ladder or is it at an angle? I mean, it's kind of at an angle. Uh, 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 It's one of those that the ladder kind of folds up on itself and then you lift the panel back up to kind of hide the ladder up in the attic. It's a ladder up into the attic is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Ryan is gonna 
uh, slowly go up it, holding the candle up so the light goes up first. And uh, keep keeping his other hand uh, close to the like head of the sledgehammer, so that way he can just do kind of a quick, you know, jab with it if he needs to, because he's uh, not sure about the scary, spooky attic. Okay, so let me get this straight. You're going up the ladder. You have the candle in one hand, and you have one hand next to the hand, like the top uh, of this the top of the sledgehammer. So you are going up this ladder without putting your hands on the ladder. Yes, you said it was at an angle. So I'm imagining okay. it's enough of an angle to like kind of very slowly walk up. Those three points of contact. Yep, roll me athletics at plus ten. Okay. I'm glad you said plus ten. That is a sixty-five on a modified seventy. <laughs> You're very lucky. Okay, you are very. able to get up the ladder with no problem. What do I see in the attic? You see your typical stuff. A lot of stuff looks like it's uh, a little decrepit. Not like the cars. It's more like the stuff. It, it looks like it's not not as decrepit as the cars, but it still looks like it's aged a little bit. You see like Halloween decorations and Christmas decorations and just, just the kind of typical stuff that you would keep in a garage attic space but what you do see is an empty duffel bag Brian is going to uh, set his candle down and reach out and sling it over his shoulder grab his candle and just slowly start to go back down the uh, ladder alright Arthur roll me an alertness check you got it buddy That is a 37 out of 27. You do not notice that Ryan is coming back down and he straight up accidentally kicks you in the face. Ah! Damn it, Arthur, what are you doing? I was coming up the stairs, the ladder. What what are you doing? I found a bag. I'm coming back down. It's just decorations up there unless you start hiding something up there. My dad hides things everywhere. For fuck if I know. At that moment, you guys see the door between the house and the garage door open, and Ned enters the scene. So give me just a second to let him come back. Uh, hey, y'all. So, Ned, as you enter the scene, you see that Samantha is standing in the garage with her candle just kind of looking around. You see that Ryan is at the top of a ladder leading to an attic space up above the garage area, and he had just made contact with his right foot with the absolute center of Arthur's face as he was on his way back down. Arthur, why is your nose bleeding? I kicked your face. Ryan is gonna get. Ryan, was it was it on purpose? No, I didn't know he was there. But and he spins around and points a finger at Arthur. You had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, man. 
look, man, I only threatened to put the boot up your ass. I don't threaten to put it in your face. I mean, if this is becoming a thing, maybe you should, you know, think about what what, what you say or what you do. It, look, either way, y'all, Ryan, come on down from there. I got us something that's going to help a little bit. Hey, hey, Ned, since you're the new person to the scene, I want you to roll me an alertness check. Oh, I think I can do that. 22 on a 21. I'm going to burn another luck point so I can pass. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> you guys are not alone. I don't like that. Oh, what do you mean? In, in the far corner of the garage, in the shadows, you can tell there's an outline of a person. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, nobody else sees that, though, right? Nobody else saw that, no. Arthur, hand me your bat real quick. What's going on, uh, Ned? Why? I just want to see it. You, you did some no. work to it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Yeah, I put duct tape on it. It's the smiley face duct tape. I'll throw it. Bef- before, no! you're able to, before you're able to do anything, you hear a voice from the corner that says, Now, Arthur, you know that I don't like people touching my tools. Nope, I hoang that bat. I hoang that bat as fast and hard as I can at this shape. Go ahead and roll me a... There's not a throw check, so I <laughs> guess... There's <laughs> not a throw check, so yeah. do an athletics yeah. check. So, I, you know a... what? Athletics is a good one. Thank you, Melanie. <laughs> roll an athletics oh. check. I was about to say, there is like a melee weapons. It can't be firearms. It's it so cannot fire be firearms. What but I will let I will let you roll athletics or melee weapons, whichever one is better for you. Okay, that is fair. Then I'll roll on either one because they're the same. Double <gasps> oh six on a thirty. What's the damage on a bat with a kunai? You throw the bat. The bat whizzes through the air as you guys are in this dark garage. You swear that there is something in that corner and you hear a sickening squelching sound as the kunai part of the bat makes contact with what you were throwing it at. Out, out, out. Now, I don't want to see what I just did. Get everybody get out of this house now. Let's go. Oh, no, we're not done. That was a pause for dramatic effect, my friend. Hey, don't stop me from yelling at my friends. Get the fuck out. (laughs) In the next moment, as Arthur and Ryan get off of the ladder, you see Arthur's father with a kunai in his right eye steps out from the shadows and he has the same wide eyes and the same giant grin and the same cocked head and he goes now Arthur your friends are not being kind and you are touching my tools you know how this goes Arthur a lesson has to be learned. I told you, get the fuck out. Run, run, run. Go, go, go. But goodbye. And I run that away. That kunai's a collector. Give it back, Dad. Uh, I'm gone. 
And that's where we're going to end our session. God damn. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Was that the best? Thanks for playing Pretenders Us. Hello, everybody. Let's Play Pretend is Breck Black as Ryan Winchester. Matt Check is Arthur Gooseberg. Melanie Derringer as Samantha Williams. And me, Nick Barnett, as Ned Dollarin. We have Jordan Derringer, who is everything and everybody else. Please be sure to check our links down below to Rainbreaker, the variety streamer who we featured on today's mid-roll. Let him know who sent you to his page. Like and follow us on our social medias of the same names, and we will have those posted also down below. We will see you all in two weeks' time. Please enjoy the rest of the music.